Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast, and I'm back with another episode. Um, yes, I have been absent for a little while. I've not done a little episode in a minute, but um, we're back. We are back officially, and uh, we're going to obviously start off with the sports talk, talk about the music that dropped yesterday, and a couple news uh, for music that's dropping soon, next week, um, next year, because I already have an album that... I am already aware of that it's going to drop, uh, that I've been waiting for all year, but it's actually going to drop next year, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but let's start off with the sports talk with MLS like I usually do. So on uh, Thursday, I believe was the last, we had talked about MLS, so we're going to go all the way to Thursday. Thursday, we had a game between Seattle versus Portland, and that was a 1-1 draw game. And then same with yesterday, we had a game between Nashville and New England, and that game was also a 1-1 draw. Uh, today we had two games, Inter-Miami versus Orlando City, and Inter-Miami won 2-1. Atlanta United versus D.C. United beat. Um, D.C. won against Atlanta 2-1. And then there's six games right now live. Um, so I'll talk about that game tomorrow. And then the El Clasico for L.A., of course, uh, not like Real Madrid and Barcelona, which I'll get there in a minute because that actually happened today, funny enough. LAFC versus L.A. Galaxy tomorrow. Um, and then speaking of El Clasico, Real Madrid versus Barcelona, two of the biggest franchise in all of sports. I mean, not even just soccer, but in all of sports, played today. And Real Madrid won 3-1. to one. Um, I didn't see the game, unfortunately, because I can't really, I can only see, you know, baseball and college football today because it's Saturday. But um, I did see some of the highlights, some of the goals. And um, congrats, Real Madrid won. Uh, next year, they're going to play again, per usual. And um, I'm excited to to see more coming soon. And we also have the Champions League and the Europa League starting again. I think we already had games two weeks ago, and this week I'll talk about it in a in a minute. Actually, you know, fucking, let me just talk about it right now. Let's trade it. On Wednesday, I believe we have a couple of games. Uh, we have Juve. I know Messi is gonna go against um, Ronaldo, which I actually may think it it might not happen. Um, and I fucking hate that, you know? Um, supposedly on Wednesday, on my birthday, 10-28, uh, Juventus is going to take on Barcelona because they're both in the same group in the tournament. And unfortunately, if you didn't know, uh, like uh, at least it's been a week already, um, that R- Cristiano Ronaldo was tested positive for Corona. And um, who knows if he's going to play on Wednesday for Juventus against Barcelona. And that would be a fucking shame that... Just because of coronavirus is the only reason why Ronaldo um, is not playing on my birthday against Messi. It's Ronaldo versus Messi, the two best soccer players in the world playing on my birthday. That has never happened. Something special about this Wednesday because if there's a Game 7 in the World Series, it will land on Wednesday. If Ronaldo and Messi play on Wednesday, it better happen at 4 p.m. And I'm deadass watching that game because I think I can, right? Let me fucking double check because if I can't see that game, that is bullshit. I'm going to have to switch my fucking cable provider. I'm going to have to watch that shit illegally online if I can't watch it on TV. Uh, yes, okay, I can watch it. Thank God because that's that's must-see TV right there, bro. Even if you don't watch soccer, that's a must, uh, must-see must TV. And I don't even talk a lot about soccer in this podcast, but I have to bring it up. It's the two best players in the world, you know. I never, I never get to see them one on one that much. 
Um, and it's been a long time since I have seen them go against each other. So um, hopefully that will be a great game. Man United play on Wednesday. A couple other teams, PSG, play on Wednesday again. Liverpool plays Tuesday. Bayern Munich as well. Real Madrid. All these teams is all the group stage. This is like the second week of six weeks in the group stage. Eventually by next year in like May, we will get to the championship and the, the semifinals and all that good shit. But now let's transition um, from soccer and the Champions League to the World Series. So I talked about Game 1. The Dodgers won Game 1, 8-3. And then the Rays won Game 2, 6-4 uh, on Wednesday. And the series is tied up at 1. And um, good game. There was a break on Thursday. There was no game on Thursday. So on Friday last night, it was Game 3. And the Dodgers beat the Tampa Bay Rays 6-2. to and now the Dodgers have a 2-1 lead in the World Series. Um, they are two wins away from winning their first uh, World Series since 1988. Uh, the last time they made the World Series was in 2018, two years ago. Um, and they lost to the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Tampa Bay needs to win this game um, so they can stay alive in the... Uh, well, I mean, if they lose today, they'll down, be down 3-1. to one. But essentially, Tampa, you know... May not be in that best scenario to be down three to one because, well, no one likes to be down three one except if you're the Denver Nuggets. But this ain't basketball. This is baseball right here. Um, but the Dodgers were down three to one against the Braves in the NLCS, and here they are with a two one series lead in the World Series. All I hope is Tampa wins Game Four. Um, also, if the Dodgers win the World Series, I'm not mad because I really like the Dodgers and they're stacked. They are a great team. They're a fucking insane team. So if the Dodgers win, I won't be mad. I'll get my predictions wrong, so I'll be like, fuck. But, because usually I've been really... I, this year I've been really good with my predictions, at least who's making it to the finals, who's making it to, to the playoffs. You know, I've been pretty good at that. And um, I got the Lakers in heat. What else did I get? I got the Super Bowl matchup last year. Um, I've, I've had a couple shit correct. Um, so... If, 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 if this just wins for Tampa Bay for it to win. But um, they need to win game four or five uh, today and tomorrow. Game four is tonight. It will start around like 10 minutes from now. It's almost eight. And tomorrow will be game five. Hopefully we will have a game six on Tuesday. And my God, will it be such an amazing, such an amazing birthday present for at least sports and baseball in general to have a game seven. On my motherfucking birthday. That would be fucking lit. Enough about my birthday. I'm going to stop talking about it. But that would be awesome if I have a game seven. Because um, I think this series can definitely go all through the whole distance. Um, now, Tampa last uh, yesterday, uh, they were not they were not playing great offensively. They hit one home run in the ninth inning, and that was Randy Arozarena. And that's because this man has been playing like an absolute beast. Um, he has been the best player for the Tampa Bay Rays this postseason. Matt has eight home runs in the postseason, and that's tied for the most ever in a single postseason. So if he hits one more home run as a rookie in his first year, he will have the most home runs by a single player in a MLB postseason. And he's a rookie. He is three wins away from winning a World Series. So... Goddamn, and he's he's already he's, he beats everyone 
He beats Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, all the best players. Barry Bonds, Derek Jeter. He beats all those players. And it's just rookie year by getting the most home runs. In the, that's crazy. That is insane. He just hits one more, and he has today and tomorrow to do it. And if there's a game six and seven, of course, hopefully. Um, but let's go Tampa. Um, if Tampa wins today, the series is just it just gets even more competitive, and that's what I love to see. I love to see a competitive series. I love a six-game, seven-game series because it's very competitive. Um, the people in the Fox crew are making predictions, and most of them, well, at least Frank Thomas and A-Rod, goes for the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see if they can get uh, those picks right because I really do think Tampa really has the advantage today, at least hopefully offensively because pitching-wise, uh, Julio Rios is on the mound for the Dodgers and Ryan Yarborough is on the mound for the Rays. He hasn't really been that good this postseason and Urias has been fucking fantastic. Um, so hopefully um, the, the, the offense for the Tampa Bay Rays Needs to step up. And not just Re- Randy Orozarena. It needs to be Brandon Lau, who had a great game, too. He hit two home He was horrible in the postseason this se- this year. But he hit two home runs in the World Series in game two. If he can just play like that again. And, you know, uh, G-Man Choi playing like an absolute golden glover um, yesterday. Making some spectacular plays at first base. Um, you know, but we'll see. We'll see how game four goes and um, I'm pretty excited for it. Tampa, you got to get the advantage now to win game four so that way y'all can continue making this a series to continue to watch. Now let's transition to the NFL because we have some uh, big news to talk about the NFL. So uh, this was a couple of days ago. I think this was yesterday that it was official. Uh, Vikings, or no, two days ago, uh, Vikings traded um, their defensive end, Unique Ngaku, to the Baltimore Ravens. So one of the best defensive players for the Vikings was traded to the Ravens to make the Ravens' defense even more scary than they already have. Uh, but hopefully making my fantasy uh, team even more unstoppable, even though I'm unde- I'm not undefeated. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but that's not even the biggest news because turns out Antonio Brown, yes, A.B., he signed a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, um, yeah, he's going to be starting, I believe, next week because he had to serve an eight-week suspension following the protocols with um, with last year and all the mess that he was involved in uh, with leaving uh, the Raiders and then going to the Patriots and the sexual allegations, the the... The the whole there's a long I can make an entire podcast episode just about all the shit that he's done in the past year. Maybe it hasn't even probably hasn't even been a year yet, but it's been it's been so much shit that's been going on. Um, but Antonio Brown is going to be back with Tom Brady. He had one game with the Patriots, and they that was against the Dolphins, I believe. Um, and he played a good game. He scored a touchdown. Um, and the offense for the Buccaneers is just going to get better now. I do think that the Bucks aren't just going to be fucking a Super Bowl contending team right off the bat just because they required acquired um, Antonio Brown because I believe Chris Godwin and um, and Mike Evans hasn't been playing good this year and I think one of them has been um, has been injured so they haven't really been healthy enough um, and the 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 Buccaneers their offense has been pretty solid but I thought honestly it could have been a lot better the defense has been pretty good. 
in my opinion. Um, but they got to go against the Raiders, and they beat the... Um, who did the Raiders lose to? I want to know who they lost to. They lost to the Patriots. Holy shit. They lost to the Patriots, and they lost to the Bills. Um, but the Raiders, they're, gonna, they're a good team, and they're a sleeper team. A dark horse playoff team. And um, to be completely honest, the Buccaneers are going to have a hard time really putting up that pressure for the Raiders this week. But I've already talked about the game. Let's talk about Thursday because we had the Giants and the Eagles. Great game. Great game. Um, we almost lost to the Giants, believe it or not. Uh, Daniel Jones, what, 20 for 30, 187 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. The Eagles, Carson Wentz, two touchdowns, one interception, 359 yards. Um, the Eagles came back. They went, scored a 12 points in the fourth quarter to beat the game, beat the Giants. 22 to 21. I cannot believe that we had to beat the Giants by scoring 12 points in the fourth quarter and just beat them by one point. One point. My fucking God. The NFC East. And, and of course, with one win of any team in the NFC East, they're automatic. If the Giants win one more game, they're like second place. And right now, they're in last, dead last in the, in the division. Like this, this division is so bad that one team can probably be in first place, and one loss they could be all the way at the bottom, or just or actually they can all lose and still probably be in the same position. They won't even go up, and then just a one team would be there to win it all. It's most likely going to be the Eagles or the Cowboys. Most likely the Eagles, even though they haven't been playing fucking good at all this year. Um, yeah, the NFC East. The NFC East is, is great. It's so beautiful to see. Um, but let's talk about the games that we have for tomorrow. We have the Panthers and the Saints. Um, I think this is going to be a good series. Um, Emmanuel Sanders was out for this. Is going to be out for this game tomorrow because he tested positive for COVID nineteen. So this might be a fucking uh, choke job for the Saints. But actually, I'm going to go for the Panthers winning this. Uh, they lost last week. I believe it was against the Bears, right? I do believe they lost against the Bears last week. And the Panthers have some momentum now. They've been playing really good. The defense have been pretty well. Um, and the Saints, they've been struggling. They've been struggling a little bit. They have been pretty disappointing so far this year. So um, Michael Thomas, I'm not sure if he's going to return for this game. If he does, it might be a, a huge benefit for the Saints to come back and get their fourth win of the season. But And coming off a of bye week, maybe the Saints can develop a win against the Panthers. I won't be surprised, but I'm going to go for the Panthers. Why not? I'm going to just give it, just leave it at that. Next thing, we have the Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. Um, easily the Bills. Um, the Bills have been playing, they've been playing really well this year. Back-to-back -back losses to the Chiefs. And they also lost to the Titans mercilessly. Um, but the Jets, I mean, come on. They're, they're, they're not even a team. They, they're, they're not even an NFL team at this point. They are a high school football team. Or probably even worse than a high school football team. Because, yeah, the, the, they're dumpster fire right now. So the Bills, come on. It's an easy dub for the Bills to finally get over the hump with the last two losses against the Bill, the Titans, and the Chiefs. Next game, we have the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm going for the Browns. Yes, they got absolutely dismantled 
by the uh, Steelers. I had the Browns beating the Steelers. My fucking bad because the Steelers were like, yeah, you're tripping if you think they're going to fucking beat us because they're still the same old Browns, right? But no, the Browns are a good team. I believe in them. I don't think this is going to be the year they're going to finally make um, the, the Super Bowl playoffs. Maybe because I'm, I'm, I'm saying maybe because the Browns are the Browns in the end of the day. 2020, it could happen, but I'm just saying it's it, we'll see. Uh, but the Bengals, I actually think the Bengals might take this game. I I don't know. I think Joe Burrow is going to continue um, continue his his pretty pretty solid year this year. Obviously, the record doesn't really show it, and the Cincinnati Bengals have no defense to recover. But the O line has been solid. Joe Burrow has been pretty putting up numbers. Um, but again, there really isn't a lot of weapons for Joe Burrow in the offense, so. It's it's been it's been difficult for the Bengals to have a good year, and it's the Bengals, and it's not going to take so much for the Bengals to get there with Joe Burrow. But obviously, he's a rookie; he's going to make a lot of mistakes, and we're it's not there yet, not there yet. He will, of course, get better each season, and they just got to you know get the right pieces uh, for Joe Burrow because right now they don't have the best pieces so far. Um, next game we have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington Football Team. Now, despite the the Cowboys getting absolutely dismantled against the Cardinals on Monday Night Football last week, uh, the Washington football team shouldn't be a struggle that much, even though the Cowboys were struggling last week. Obviously, now that they don't have Zach Martin and they don't have Dak Prescott, he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Uh, Zach Martin is going to be out for this game against Washington, and he's a core piece to the defense. Um Van Van Vander Esch is still going to be playing. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is not going to carry this team. He can't. Maybe against the Washington Football Team, he might. He might do something. I th- I think I think he might do something um, special against the uh, Washington Football Team. But the Cowboys are barely going to do something this week. And if they win, they'd probably be the number one team in the East. So in the in the NFC East, of course. Next, we have the Green Bay Packers versus the Houston Texans. Um, listed as questionable, Aaron Jones is going to be, uh, he has a a calf injury, and he's questionable for the game against the Texans tomorrow night, or tomorrow. <laughs> so, coming off the Texans' first win, I believe, last week. No, um, that was two weeks ago, I'm sorry. They lost to the Titans last week in overtime. But still put up a good fight against the Titans, who are still undefeated. Um, the Packers coming off in a fucking catastrophe loss against the Buccaneers. I think the Packers are going to get back on track. This one loss is not going to just destroy you know, the whole set that Green Bay has been having this whole season because they, Dan Rodgers have been playing great. Last week? No. No. He, he, no. he was not playing great. But um, I think against the Texans... Their defense is non-existent. Their offense has not been clicking as much this year. But the Packers really should get this job done because the Texans haven't been playing that well. And Deshaun Watson has been solid, but of course it's not enough. Not enough to take this team into the playoffs. And maybe they might not even make the playoffs, man. Well, at least they don't have Bill O'Brien anymore because that incompetent coach is finally out of that organization. Next, we have the Detroit Lions versus the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to go for the Falcons, actually, for this game. 
Um, I think the Falcons have been... Shit. <laughs> oh, come on. They have been. But the way they played against the Vikings... And the um, Vikings have not been a great team, of course, this year as well. I think the Falcons might carry something against the Lions this week. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the Falcons can get another win. And now that they don't have um, Danny Quinn... Dan Quinn, not Danny Quinn. Um, and they have their new intern coach. I don't remember his name. Um, but I feel like now the Falcons are getting ready to finally step it up a little bit if the offense just clicks and some core defensive players for the Lions are, are going to be out as well due to injury. And I'm surprised Matthew Stafford at this point is not injured because he's always injured. I already talked about the Buccaneers-Raiders games. I'm going to go for the Buccaneers. Uh, Tom Brady is still going to dominate against the um the Raiders, but the Raiders might put up a fight because they put up a fight against the Chiefs. Uh, next game, this is probably going to be one of the best games of this week, if not the best. The Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Tennessee Titans, both teams undefeated 5-0. And, oh. and um, yeah, I, this, is, this is a tough game to really predict. I can go for the Titans. I can go for the Steelers. <sighs> oh, man, both teams have been fucking great, have been insane. The offense for the Titans have been clicking. The defense for the Steelers has been insane. One of the best defense in, in the NFL. So, I have no idea. I, 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 man, should I go for the Steelers or for the Titans, bro? This is going to be tough. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go for the Titans. I'm going to go for the Titans. I don't know why. I, I, Derrick Henry's on my fantasy. He, this man has been carrying the offense as much as my fantasy team. So, if Derrick Henry can just be Derrick Henry... um. The Titans are gonna have a sh- not not you know what they're not gonna have a field day because the defense is 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 just gonna be too tough for Derrick Henry to to really recover. But if Derrick Henry just beats the impossible defense of the Pittsburgh Steelers that they love to create different unique plays and, and styles to to pass in the run game, um, it might be different for the Titans to go up against a defense that great like Pittsburgh, but. You know what? I, I see something beyond Tennessee beating Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh beating the Tennessee Titans is not anywhere far from where I believe because these teams have just been insane this year. But I'm going to go for the Titans. Next game, we have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets? What the fuck? Denver Broncos. Excuse me. Again, um, still in that basketball mindset because there hasn't been any basketball for the past two weeks. But anyway... I have the Chiefs winning this. The Broncos have been very upsetting this year. Uh, disappointing, I mean, to, I meant to say. The Chiefs, defending champs. Um, they should take care of the, of the Broncos. They should they should definitely take care of the Broncos. Uh, Jaguars versus the Chargers. Um, I'm going to go for the Chargers, uh, hopefully, because they love to lose close games, and they just can't finish off a game. Um, so if they can finish off against the Jaguars, which I do think they could, um, hopefully they can because they really need to at this point. Um, so I'm going to go for the Chargers. Next game, we have the San Francisco 49ers versus the New England Patriots. Two teams that have been not great, not horrible, but out of, they've just been inconsistent, mediocre this year. Both teams have been mediocre. But, of course, we can't really blame the Panthers. Uh, I mean, sorry, we can't blame the Patriots that much because, you know, Brian Hoare against the Chiefs. Why is that even an option? Uh, 
But what happened against the Broncos last week for the Patriots, I have no idea what was happening with the Patriots' defense, um, especially the offense. That was what I was worried about the most. What the hell was going on with that freaking defense so much of that? That that defense was just absurd. I have no idea. Oh, my God. Is that a home run? Oh, 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 that's a home run. Damn, man. Justin Turner just hit a home run off of um, Ryan Yarborough. I mean, top of the first inning, two outs. Dodgers, am I right? They're just a good team, man. They're just a good team. But we'll see. We'll see. Tampa Bay still can get back into this game. It's only the beginning of the game. Uh, But back to the 49ers Patriots game. Okay, the 49ers did have a good performance against the Rams last week on Sunday Night Football, and they did impress me. Jimmy G played a lot better than he did against the Dolphins, that's for sure. But um, I don't know. I don't know if... I'm going to go for the 49ers, bro. I I, I think the 49ers coming off of that win against the Rams kind of proved me something, and that defense is still solid enough. It's not the best right now because they're missing the best uh, players from the defense, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas. But but I do think that the defense could stop the Patriots because if the Broncos really stop them, I think the 49ers can stop them as well. So I don't really think that would be that much of a struggle. But the Patriots, they're going to have to put some offensive numbers. But the offense has not been great. Cam Newton has been playing solid, but Julian Edelman. And who are, who are his other targets? I don't even know his other targets, bro. But next game, uh, we have Sunday Night Football. We have the Seahawks 5-0 and and the Cardinals 4-2. and So um, this game was supposedly not going to be a Sunday Night Football game. I think this is going to be like at 4, but they replaced it, time schedule. Um, so they changed it to this to this primetime game, um, which I did not mind. Uh, Cardinals versus the Seahawks. I'm going to go for the Seahawks. Um, the Seahawks have been undefeated. They are defeated this year. This year. Uh, the Cardinals have been playing pretty well. I'm impressed. Those two losses were kind of disappointing to me, but still have them as a as a good team to make it to the playoffs. Um, the Seahawks, they've just been looking dominant. The defense still concerns me. So I'm still kind of curious, you know, what the defense can do. But the offense is going to be spectacular with DK Metcalf, you know, catching those, uh, those footballs and Russell Wilson just being Russell Wilson, um, playing like an absolute GOAT. MVP this year. So the Seahawks with the offense don't even need to worry about it. But the defense, they need to stop Kyler Murray. And um and they gotta do everything else to get their their pieces together, at least defensively, because offensively we know they can attack, but defensively, where are they at? <laughs> and then Monday night football, we have the Chicago Bears versus the Los Angeles Rams. Two teams this year where I was like, huh. Honestly, do not think they were going to be a good team this year, but they actually have been pretty good. I'm gonna go for the Rams. Now they came off an L against the um, against the 49ers last week, and their first L was against the Rams. But I mean, against the Bills, excuse me. And um, the Bears have been surprising this year. The Bill, the Bears have only lost to the Colts, um, but the Bears. I think the Bears may do. Uh, Wonders, at least offensively. Uh, de- um, and no, I meant to say defensively because the f- defense for the Bears has really been carrying um, the team. The, the offense has been solid. Nick Foles has been playing great. 
it's really that defense that has stopped, you know, most of the, the, the teams that they have to play. The, the Buccaneers, the, the Panthers, um, the Falcons, but the Falcons, I mean, come on, they choked. The Lions, and I believe also the Giants. So they haven't played great teams, just the Buccaneers and the Panthers. But other than that, they have still had a strong defense. And the Rams' defense, when you got Aaron Donald, even if he's the one of the only defensive players on the team that can really, really make a huge impact on the entire offensive line, or defensive line, I'm sorry, um, I think it could definitely make a run for, for, the, for the Bears' offense to struggle. But it could also go the opposite. The Bears' defense can also make the, the Rams' offense just have a absolute travesty of a game. But, you know, I might, I might go for the Rams. Maybe I'm just still thinking the Bears are a little overrated, but, I mean, come on, they can't be because their defense has been one of the best, if not the best defense in the NFL. But I still feel like the Rams may have something in there to take on that defense. And the offense may pull something off. You know, they don't have the best offense. They don't have the best QB in the game. But let's not forget, Jared Goff can have some great games too. You know what I'm saying? He was in the Super Bowl um, two years ago. So, so yeah, we'll see. But I have the Rams winning this game. Um, and that is my week seven uh, predictions. My week seven NFL predictions. Um, yeah, tomorrow is going to be full of football, staying home, chilling. And then, of course, you know, virtual school. Um, the whole week coming soon. And then week eight next week, um, we'll have the Rams, Dolphins, uh, Patriots, Bills, Ravens, Steelers, <laughs> Jets, and the Chiefs. That's going to be a fun game. Um, Cowboys, Eagles, Seahawks, 49. We'll, have, we'll talk about all those games because that is for week eight. And um, let's get straight into the, 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 the music that's dropped yesterday. I have not heard any of the albums that dropped this week so far. I'm going to be listening to it right after the podcast ends. But uh, we did have a couple of singles. We had a single with Kid Leroy, So Done, with a music video by directed by, of course, Cole Bennett, Lyrical Lemonade. I like it very catchy. Uh, Kid Leroy does not miss. Um, we also had a Ariana Grande new single with Positions. New music video as well. Probably if I check, probably already has 50 million views at this point in less than 24 hours. Um, and I like it. I like the song. Um, however, I see here that a lot of people have been kind of underwhelmed with the song because it really isn't a strong song as it uh, for has been for her lead singles, for Sweetener, for Thank You Later, or Thank You Next, oh my god. Um for a dangerous woman because usually her lead singles are strong as fuck and are one of the best on the album and with this one i compared it to the other and i was like yeah you're right this is probably the worst song comparing to all her lead singles from her other albums but it's still a good song i like it you know it's like you know positions and sexual you know what i'm saying but i heard that this song is definitely gonna be like a more r&b um it might have some elements of like ariana's uh uh, album last year with trap pop and maybe you know have a little bit more of like R&B style but that's what I'm hearing more R&B than trap pop I don't think it's going to be a thank you uh, next part two um, 
But I think positions definitely going to be a lot more vibey, a lot more R&B. So that forward, it makes a lot of sense to go forward the theme that the song, that the album is going to be very sexual, very appealing, you know. Um, but it's going to be an implicit. I'm not expecting like a whole WAP album or something like that. Like I'm, I'm, at, I'm expecting like sexy um, R&B, you know. We come on. We, we, I, I get. I think you all know what I'm talking about. And. I obviously never heard Ariana Grande with that type of R&B style. And she has a perfect voice to do it because she can sing her fucking ass off. I think we all know that. Um, so I think she can definitely pull this um, off very well. Now, I hope the song that she dropped, uh, Positions, I don't hope and I don't expect it to be the best song on the album because I really hope it's not. Because if it is, then it will be very underwhelming and very disappointing for the album. But speaking of the album... Let's talk about it because, well, the track list dropped today. And let's talk about it. So we have Shut Up, the very first song. Very first song called uh, Shut Up. Uh, second track, 34 plus 35. And my fucking God, when I saw this for the first time, I was like, wow, you... <laughs> you you slick. You fucking slick. Um, obviously, if you do the math, that is 60... What the fuck? Wow, 69... And 69 is actually my battery percentage right now. Um, dead ass. Wow, fucking weird ass. But okay. Um, next, we also have Motivate featuring Doja Cat. And then we have Just Like Magic off the table featuring The Weeknd. This is going to be interesting. 60, 630. I was like 63, bro. 6.30. Uh, Safety Net featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Okay, okay. Um, my hair, then we have nasty. Oh boy. Nasty. That song's gonna be nasty, I'm pretty sure. Wet uh wet West Side Love Language Positions, obviously the one that came out. Obvious and POV. Oh my god, bro. Look, POV nasty and 34 plus 35 are gonna be sexual as a motherfucker. I haven't even heard the song. But I know it's going to be sexual as fuck. And probably motivate with Doja Cat. Because Doja Cat, of course, is a very, you know, um, not over the top, but very uh, sexual orientated uh, artist. And has already, you know, put her uh, her her sexuality out there many times. Ty Dolla Sign will also give you that vibe as well. So Ty Dolla Sign might also do it. The Weeknd, I feel like The Weeknd also might do the same thing. So all these features are probably going to bring even more sexiness to the album. And it's just going to be like, damn. This album's just going to be sexual as fuck. But I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, but the rest came out today. Um, Cometazine dropped an album. Uh, Bossicky 4. Davies dropped Karma 3, the Deluxe. Gorillaz dropped an album, but I don't really listen to Gorillaz. Um, Jordan Lucas dropped the EP Evolution. And... Um, Kids Bop dropping down. Okay. Luke Hell with Love. We also had another album drop today by Tech Nine. Trippy Red dropped like this EP, Spooky Sounds. Um, but he's dropping Pegasus next week, and I'm super excited for it. And probably the best um that's gonna that dropped already is the Ty Dolla Sign new album with of course Kid Cudi, Quavo, Lil Dirk, Big Sean, Roddy Rich, Future, Gunna. Full of fucking heavy ass features. So um, I'm definitely listening to this tonight. 
And um, we had a new single by uh, Snot with me, with Flo Millie. I think he's dropping uh, the album next week called Beautiful Havoc. Next week is going to be Ariana Grande, Snot, uh, Pegasus by Trippy Red. And then um, we'll see what else drops next week. Um, also, uh, speaking of albums, I also mentioned that an album is going to drop next year um, that I thought it was going to drop this summer. And that's Certified Lover Boy by Drake. Uh, before I got on the podcast, started recording, I went on Instagram and I saw a little trailer, a little preview of CLB uh, 2020. As you all know, it's Drake's birthday today. Happy birthday, Drizzy. Um, you know, may God be with you and make more fucking hits and may this album be another classic. Um, but anyways, um, the album is going to drop next year in 2021, January. Um, and you know, I'm glad it drops next year because I think this album is going to be so good that it does 2020 does not deserve it. Um, but of course I was waiting for it this summer and I was waiting for it all this year, but it's okay because Drizzy dropped something. This year, maybe hopefully he can drop like at least one more single for the year. And then, you know, he drops the album and then we're good to go. Um, so, yeah, uh, next year we're going to start off with Drizzy in 2021. So uh, whenever it drops next year in January, I'm all for it. Uh, this this sound better be good because he delayed it. It was supposed to drop this summer. Um, again, after the announcement, it was said that he was like 80, 90 percent done with the album. But. You know, making sure that the album is great. Making sure that the album is great. So I'll wait till next year for the album to drop. And hopefully that shit is fire. Because if it's not, then I will be massively disappointed. And that will not make my 2021 better. Because we're still going to have the pandemic going on next year, unfortunately. Um, but we're, we still live life. We still live life, guys. Um, two Chains. Future. Uzi, Collab album, Kanye West, Lil Durk, um, Ski Mask, Sway Lee, Migos, Rich the Kid and Young Boy. Who else? Roddy Rich is dropping an album. Um, actually, he's I think he's in album mode, but I do not know when he's dropping an album. Kendrick, Kanye West, and uh, J. Cole. I do not expect them to drop an album this year. Look, at this point, I'm already exhausted of waiting for them to drop an album this year. They're probably going to drop it next year. Which actually would be nice. I, You know what? I'll wait for Kendrick Lamar next year. I'll wait for J. Cole next year. And I'll wait for Kanye next year. Because Drizzy's going to drop next year as well. So next year will better be lit too. You know what I'm saying? So let's let, let's let these other artists drop. You know, for the rest of the year. Okay? So I'm not expecting... Um, I don't expect Kanye West this year. I don't expect Drizzy, J. Cole, or Kendrick Lamar. And I'm fine. And I'm fine with that. I'll just wait till next year. But Kendrick, you better drop something next year. Oh my God! If Kendrick does not drop, I'm I'm honestly not gonna be a fan anymore, bro. If he does not drop anything next year, I'm gonna be really pissed. I need I need I need more. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but next week at least we'll have Trippy Red, Pegasus. We'll have Ariana Grande positions, and we will have a snot with um, Beautiful Havoc. So we'll have three albums to listen to the next week. Meanwhile, that is it for today's episode. I'm going to listen to the new Cogmethacene album. I'm going to listen to the new Joyner Lucas project, the new Luke Hell project, and of course the Ty Dolla Sign project, so four. And also those that EP uh, from Trippy Red, Spooky Sounds. Um, I don't even know if it's songs. It's 
Six songs. Okay, we'll see. Maybe they're not going to be on Pegasus. They're just like, you know, release songs that were going to be on Pegasus. But we're like, nah. I'll just release it prior to the album release. But um, that is it for today's episode. Thank you guys for watching. And I'll see you guys in a bit. Take care and peace out, my friends.